Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Pearls of Wisdom podcast by Cold Tea Collective. This episode is supported by Dove and Refinery29 for a special content series called Self-Service. This series celebrates the diversity of girls and women, spotlights the unique ways they embrace their appearance, shatter beauty stereotypes, and invest in their self-esteem. In this episode, you'll hear from a mother-daughter duo as they chat about their experiences with body confidence and self-esteem. You'll also learn different perspectives and the origins of the concept of beauty, how that translates into how we carry ourselves in the world, and how much family and culture influence our experience with confidence and self-esteem. In this episode, you'll hear from Michaela and her mom, Ina, as they chat about their experiences with body confidence and self-esteem. To check out more content from this series, go to coldtcollective.com slash self-service. Let's get right into it. Let's do a little intro here. Tell people about yourself. Um, so I was born here in Vancouver in 1994. And Mama, where are you from? Tell everybody. I'm from the Philippines, Manila. And I came to Vancouver. Does it feel like it was forever ago? That you moved here? It, it, it feels like it. Um, I personally didn't feel there was a lot of adjustment for me. I was also like a, a full adult. So, you know, yeah. all those times that I, you know, my teenage years, I, I understand when I see like my younger siblings, it was a struggle for them. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. And, and then I, I started a family right away. I, I met and your papa, so my dad, yeah, yeah. Okay. pretty quickly, yeah, I know because I was born just a couple years later, yeah. so it was quick, <laughs> it was quick, well, you know he he chased me down so. <laughs> that's, well, that's my yeah, because you were so cute, <laughs> you were so cute in the late eighties, early nineties, that's right, I thought so too, <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is. We're going to talk about beauty. We're going to talk about self-esteem. We're going to talk about confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just dive right in. Uh, Mama, what was considered beautiful in your household growing up? It would be fair skin. Yeah. Because I would remember my mom, uh, her mom, would tell us to always stay away from the sun. Mm-hmm. But, well, now when I think about, like, there, there really are, is, you know, something scientific behind it. Uh, you know, like maybe skin cancer, but really it was so that you didn't get dark. Yeah. Because being being fair was was beauty. Mm-hmm. And you see saw that in magazines, like Lola, like your, your grandma, my mother, she loved magazine. I mean, it's still around. Yeah. But what is on the cover would be all these supermodels, you know, American actresses. Yes. Yeah. Right. With the Philippines being a colony of Spain, mm-hmm. and then after that the Americans, and then the Japanese during the war, so a lot fair of skin fair skin influence is, is beauty. Yeah, right. Which is like I don't know. I feel like that's such an Asia thing, though. It is. It is. It it's is, everywhere it is. in Asian if you look cultures. All, all over, yeah, Asian culture, fair skin. And that's not even like that was for you growing up, but it's still like that today. Oh, yeah. For for women my age, 
too, when you look at who's famous in the Philippines and you look at the beauty queens, Mm -hmm. Miss Universe, Mm -hmm. Miss Philippines, they're all mixed race. They're all fair skin. So it is... um, I, you know what? I still do it. Like I, I would go out under the sun. I would use an umbrella. Mm. But for me now, it really is. Uh, it's anti-aging. It's because it's well, yeah, really, the sun yeah, is bad it, for it's you. It's really bad for your skin. Like really. Uh, so now at my age, then you get you know hyperpigmentation, and then you get drier skin. I, I did go under the sun too when I was younger because being. Being tan um, showed that you were healthier. And yeah. I think growing up, when you had a tan, then you can you can say, oh, I went to the beach. Totally. And, and I think it was, for my generation, maybe like a status oh. that you can afford to go to the beach. Yeah. You can, you or know, to go on trips. Go away on a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like so yeah. you would start the school year, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, where was she? Yes, that's all right. I, we went away, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't just stay, you know. Being more specific then, who was considered an ideal standard of beauty when you were a child? Oh, it was, you know, wh- whoever was on the magazine. Uh, the blonde hair. The blonde hair. The, the smile. The white, white skin. Like, it's something that you aspired to be, of course, but being Filipino, there's no way... You could look like that. Yeah, an American right. girl. Yeah, an American blonde girl yeah. <laughs> who lived on the beach and wore bikinis from Hollywood. Time. Yeah, There's no way uh, you can aspire to be like that. And so it was really just up to you if you if you really want to look like that. So, but how could you? You're like completely no. different. No, everything is different. Body types. Yeah, like. Not even just skin, just everything from head to toe is so different. And that was really crazy. I, I somehow, oh, I don't know, you know me, I, I would never, I don't really conform right away because as a, yeah. a child, I was chubby and I knew I could never look like that woman on the magazine as much as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. So I think early on, you just have to find out that I'm not going to be that girl, but I know I'm pretty. Yeah. I know I can walk around as a chubby girl and still <laughs> still be pretty. That is kind of the, um, I think you kind of, in, well, you tried to instill that in me. Yes. As I much did. as you could, because I, I was a chubby girl as yes, well. I did. I looked so different from my other peers, mm-hmm. my other Filipino friends. They were all. So petite they were, and so skinny right? and, slip, yeah. and, and, and they did have darker skin mm-hmm. than me. So it was, yeah, that was weird for me being like, I identify more as Filipino. Mm-hmm. I don't look like any of my friends though. No, and no. my mom doesn't really look like any of them either. But I remember growing up and again, I, I like, I love my parents. They're, although they, they like, like my mother would say, you, you know, this is beauty. But she could see in me growing up that I probably wanted to break the mold. I just didn't, I couldn't say it in so many words. Yeah. Uh, so she would say, oh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> she would say something like that. <laughs> then I, 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 I love looking at myself in the mirror. Like I really yeah. thought I was cute, even, you know. 
No, you were, you were such a cute but, kid. So I would say, but the beholder is me. Yeah. Right? So I have to be able to... Totally. To, to see that I am pretty. I don't need... Yeah. And again, back then when they say the beauty is in the eye of the beholder, the beholder is a man. Yeah. A man. Or just a significant right? other in yes, general. Right? Uh, and so I would say, no, no, it can't be another person. It has to be me. So I have to be absolutely able to be okay and accept that. Yeah, I look like this, but I'm, I'm beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So it's different when the beholder is yourself. Yes. That's. I feel like that is really where confidence. Yeah. Comes from, or at least. Yeah. Strong. Like, I, I do hate the term, you can't love another person until you love yourself. But Why not? Why? Why? Why do you I just think that? it's really cheesy. I don't like, I don't like the corny <laughs> sayings, like, like, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. As much yes. as that's true, I just like stuff like that. Maybe it's just so cheap. Maybe just because that stuff is obvious to me. Uh, and you always made right. that obvious to me yeah. growing up. Like, I yes. was also, like I said, that's I was that. a chubby girl too. Yeah. And it was hard for me to be like, why don't I look like my friends? Why yeah. are my friends so much smaller than I am? Yeah. And why am I like wearing a bra already in yes. grade two? <laughs> like it was, but you made that all very just like, these were just facts for yeah. me growing up. Like this is your body. It's different from others and you just have to deal with it <laughs> and love it. That was kind of how you always like did it. Like oh, thank this, you. you can't, we can't do anything about it. So yeah. you just yeah. have to, you know, love it and yeah. like your appearance. And yeah. that's, I mean, really, because oh, at God. the end of the day, you only have yourself. So, yeah. so you were listening. Yeah. Thank well, you. at the time it was hard because, you know, you come home and you're being told you yeah. are beautiful. There's nothing wrong with you. But then when you're out in the real world, you don't get the same attention you get at home. So growing up, it, it was different. But now I can reflect back and, and yeah. be like, no, that was the whole that was the whole thing. That was what she meant was just, yeah, you have to be OK with yourself. Yeah. You have to be OK with yourself. And growing up, too, I would have aunts who would say, oh, you could be so pretty if you only lost some weight. I mean, they were just being honest because it was. That, that I can't was, believe they were that saying that, though. You were so cute. <laughs> you were such a cute kid. You, you were a really, really cute little girl. I was. terrible. I, I was. I thought so too. Yeah. And so I would just listen to them. I was like, no. But I'm so cute. You're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen my mom's baby photo. She was such a cute kid. We look very similar, though. So yeah, but, that's why I, yeah, I feel but, that way. You know, but Lola, I mean, my, my mom just, she just stayed on the side there. And she would, she would laugh because... She could see her. This, these are her sisters. My, yeah. My aunt saying these things to me and I would just walk past them. Like, you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, no. you're wrong. I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like chubby little Filipino, like eight-year-old girl. Yeah. just like walking by her aunts like, hmm. <laughs> what you talking about? I look good. Okay. So <laughs> that's, that's funny. So then... Did you even have any self-esteem issues that you struggled with when you were growing up? Oh, yeah, I, I did. I, you know what? It didn't really just come to me. So it ha there, ha there was a struggle. And then deep inside, because uh, people were telling me this, I, I had to find out for myself. You, you know, the struggle is you're weighing the pros and cons. Mm. Um, if I 
followed what they were saying, that means I can't eat as much. I love to eat. <laughs> yes. That's a big one. Uh, that's a big really? one right there. Really? Could you tell an eight-year-old, don't eat as much rice? Yeah. You can't. No. So That was just like for me, too. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe I just made it up. Like I would say, you know what? When I get older, I, I'm going to lose all this weight and I'm going to be skinny. <laughs> one day it'll happen. One day, one day it'll happen. But I, I'm going to eat that rice. Yeah. <laughs> Right, like today is not that day. <laughs> I find myself saying that a lot too. Like one day, but that's not today. <laughs> today is not that day. I'm going to eat this bowl of rice. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm and I'm not going to feel bad about it. No. See, that was I when I read this question, I was like, I don't even think my mom grew up with any self esteem issues because you were always just very. I feel like secure with your appearance and you were never really like I at least I never saw any insecurities when I was growing up like you were always like yeah I look good or like you'd be like do I look good and I'd say yeah and you'd be like yeah I know (laughs) you'd say things like that so I'm like I don't even know if she grew up with any if she had any of those self-esteem struggles, because you were I, really good at like convincing yourself. I did. Otherwise, I it's like everyone is wrong. <laughs> that was like, you're all blind. Uh, you're all wrong. <laughs> uh, you know what? Um, there is a mirror there. I could see that. You know what? They could be right, but I, I'm not gonna let them hear that. <laughs> That must have helped then when you were like in college and stuff yes. with your confidence because you were already telling yourself that at a young age. Yes. Um, you know what? Maybe I grew a little. I grew into my weight. Bit of fat here and there. I, I thought was just healthy looking. Yeah. You like, well, you grew into yourself. I you did. grew into your body. Yeah. Yeah. Want to use the word secure, but maybe, yes, maybe... By acknowledging, I think that's the word, by acknowledging that, yes, I do have some flaws here, but I can work with that. I could probably work with a looser blouse, or I could probably, (laughs) (laughs) right? Then I would be more. (laughs) Yes, yes, keep going, keep going. That's funny. You're right, then I can, I, I, I can be more. I can be more comfortable. So do you think it's because you were telling yourself those things at a young age, saying things like, no, I look good, so what if I'm chubby? Do you think it's because you were instilling that mindset in yourself and it's because of that that helped you build a positive body image now? Because you started just so early. I did. Yeah. And I I did, and I don't know if, if a lot of children would think about that. It's just that I, for me, maybe it wasn't a, as big a, a priority. Yeah. I, I want to look good. You, you know that. Uh, I was able to develop my own style. Yeah. And I think it... Like you weren't it, afraid. Yes. It did, it did come from a, a form of confidence. I don't know, maybe overconfidence. 
because I, I think that's knew... just the Aquarius in you. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> you know, my my mom is a total Aquarius. <laughs> to those listening, you want to meet an Aquarius, meet my mom. <laughs> she is full. Like, I think that's just the Aquarius in you. Yeah, just I that... think so too. Like, I yeah. do. Uh, and again, I, uh, I learned early on, I'm not going to hear this from another person. It's not that my parents didn't say it, but they said uh, in their own way, it's like, you go, girl, you you show them yes. that this is you and we're right behind you. You know what? Lola had her own thing. Like she always made sure that she was skinny yeah. and she really measured. There was way more pressure for her. It was. It's probably her generation. Yeah. Right. It probably was her generation. In the, what was that? Like the yeah. What are we talking like the fifties? The fifties. Like she right. was, she was born uh, during the war. Mm-hmm. So after that, the fifties, and we don't those, you know, small, small waistline with that type of yeah, she was. She was, you know, she she wasn't a chubby person too. So it was Lola who was chubby. Yeah. So. Oh, now we know we're yes. we got it from yeah. grandpa's. Yes, that's right. Yeah. He loves to eat. Yes. yes. He loves to eat. He still does. Yeah. He still does. So, see, I don't even know if this next question is relevant, but did you, ha- like, the few insecurities you allowed yourself to have, if you had any, um, how have they shaped who you are today? Uh, or how has that basically that mindset you instilled in yourself maybe that's a better question is how has that shaped who you are today I was also lucky not to have um, acne growing up right and you know like like you know Ninang had that yeah that's my that's one of her sisters yeah yes so I mean Ninang is is godmother in um in Filipino right only because I would see my mother take her to the der- dermatologist early on, and it was painful. The yeah, way they, would, yeah, the way they would torture her face. Yeah. So it's uh, it's so bad now. So I can't even imagine acne treatment. Yeah, and you, back you, then. you don't have any. You're lucky too, right? So we got lucky. Papa didn't have uh, acne as well growing up. So maybe that's genetic. But I remember when I moved to Canada, uh, probably the change in seasons or. I don't know, but I developed really bad. I don't know if I told you this, but I developed really bad acne on my um, forehead. forehead. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was really bad. And then my skin changed, and it can happen. I read about it, too. Uh, It went from oily or maybe T-zone oily to dry. So now my skin is dry. So what that taught me is to educate yourself on Mm -hmm. what products would work for you because you know I never you I never moisturized like I was almost oh, 30 until you moved here yeah. until you immigrated yeah. here well because that's that's a climate thing though yeah. it's so humid right. in the you, Philippines yes but I don't think I can I can sustain uh, having good skin all this time without the help of just you know a little help from products so now yeah. I moisturize serum I'm knowing all these things just in the last 20 years on what works for my skin. So if, if anything, I should have started early, I think, right? Mm. And not just depend on how lucky my genetics were. Yeah. Right? Like how you always told me moisture. Like yeah. you told me from day one. Moisturize, moisturize. Right? right? And that's based on, on my experience. 
Maybe that is why my skin is looking good. So that ties into our next question. What would you tell a younger version of yourself? Who is, okay, maybe (laughs) because the younger version of yourself was super confident and like, (laughs) was like, I am the best. (laughs) So if, if you did have more, like if the younger version of yourself was struggling with body confidence and self-esteem, what would you tell her? What would you tell the younger Ina? I would tell or her what's some secret right? besides moisturizing? <laughs> yeah, uh, it is to be healthy. Like I should have started, I should have started a, a good exercise routine early, like so that I can eat and then and then be healthy. I don't know, run, walk, go to the gym. I don't know. Maybe it's generational that only we had gyms where you can work out, but and it's not like it. Well, you were exercising in different ways. Like you grew up in the disco era. So you were going to the disco. You were dancing. I I remember going to sleep with makeup on. And that's just, when I think about that now, and I wear makeup now, like I can never go to bed without washing my face. Well, that was, that's what your 20s is all about. (laughs) It's going to sleep with your makeup on. And And, and again, like, I mean, again, genetics, and maybe I was just lucky because my skin was younger and it can take, you know, the, the beating, the beating of, of makeup on your skin as you slept. But that is just, but if I knew. Oh, and the makeup on, back then was yeah. so different too. It wasn't as like, yeah. your skin could not breathe with makeup not, not back then. It, it was so heavy. It was so heavy. Yeah. And it was like, you know. The, like, so super caked. Like people cake. talk about caked faces cake, right now, right. but that's it was so caked on in the 80s. Because it's that. It's that dry foundation, and then you, you wet the sponge, and that... It's not sustainable. That yeah. is true. Um, so what advice do you have for other young women who want to learn to love themselves and their bodies? You know, like what I did when, when I would tell people, like, you're wrong, I'm, I'm cute, yeah. I'll forever be cute. <laughs> Deep inside, I also maybe would question myself. I wouldn't let them see it. That am I right? But if if I could tell a younger person, a younger me or a younger person, that if you that confidence also comes with work. It doesn't just come. Yeah, it's not easy, right? Something inside you that says you know you're beautiful. I think it you have to work on it. You have to be healthy. Mm -hmm. You have to uh, be strong. Like I really, really want girls to start young lifting weight I'm, I'm lifting weight now like you know i go to the gym yeah <laughs> she does she um, does because i think the, the feeling of being strong have having muscles there it, it it goes a long way it goes deep inside you to say you have a strong mind you have a strong heart and and yeah i'm gonna i'm, I'm not gonna live forever but i could live longer mm-hmm. i'm not worried about illness i mean i hope i don't get sick right especially now with covid and i'm still going to work to go to work in the age of covid and take transit and and continue to be mindful takes courage and strength and that's physical emotional mental but i feel like for you that stuff is like easy like you're just a very <laughs> <laughs> no it's not easy 
for you for I just feel like for others it's not like it's just being having a lot of willpower being really like determined and strong-minded I that's just but put the work in like mm -hmm. I don't want to be sick I don't want to I don't want to be sick and I I don't want people I love sick as well yeah. so yeah I'll, I'll put in the work I don't want to complain yeah it's it's tough but uh so you think you say people should start young, like you should start just creating that strong yeah. body. And right, right, because and again, right, I feel that it's um, it it helps you to live with the stresses. Or is that stresses or stress first? Well, that's what they do say. That's why they say you know get your exercise in mm -hmm. because it will help. Help you manage, help your mental health. Yes, right. I think for sure that goes with your appearance, but a lot of it, at least for me, a lot of a lot of what I had to do to love myself and love my appearance, it was really, really like it was mental. Mm. It was a lot of like mental hurdles mm. yeah. because I I don't know what it was with my generation. I feel like we just grew up with it. Mm. It was so intense. Mm. Like when I was. 10 and 11 that's when all of my all of the like actresses and celebrities that I was really into they were all um they all had eating disorders everyone was like super uh -huh. super thin mm -hmm. super super skinny so that was really weird and then at the same time um plastic surgery in young women was also like blowing up so it was like that was the message I was getting in music videos in yeah. magazines was like wafer skin um super super skinny wafer thin women and then also like regular girls who were getting implants and really altering their So there was a lot of like confusing messages out there for girls. And I was nowhere near that spectrum. I was chubby. I was round. I was curvy. I had, I had boobs like right off the bat. It was like my body was so, so different. So for me, it was really like mental, like. Yes, I, if my mom says I'm beautiful, they're like, there's a reason for that because my mom doesn't lie. <laughs> so she, she only tells the truth. So if I wasn't actually beautiful, you know, she'd be lying and my mom doesn't lie. So I must be beautiful. And then I was like, well, then everybody else is just lying because it's like my mom says, like, she doesn't lie. <laughs> um, so I, then I, I do look good, but it's just like, you have to keep repeating that to yourself because it's hard. There's just so many other messages out there. Yeah. And now the message is even different. Now curvy is in, but if you, but your stomach has to still be flat and, or your, your waist still has to be like a size two. So are you, are you still getting, are you still getting all this mixed message? I think it's out there, but you just have to mentally be able to just block it. Are you, oh, so now I can, now I can just, now I can see those messages and take them in, but I'm now able to just say, well, that's fake, though. Like, that's not real. It's it's not real. And with social media now, as toxic as I think it is, you get to choose now what message you want to see. I think that's a better option. Like, a lot of people complain about it, but you have the ability now. When I was growing up, I didn't have the ability who went on what magazine covers. Mm. Like, that message was thrown at me. And now I can only, I choose to follow women who only look like me, women who have the same body type as me. And that's way more like uplifting and stuff when you, it's all about representation, I think. In, in the grand scheme of things, like you have to see people 
for for me growing up like it wasn't enough that it was only you mm-hmm. and I who looked like it was really hard yeah. to be in a predominantly Filipino community and identify as Filipino and look so different, different yeah. so so different from the rest of my peers um, that was what was hard and looking towards magazines and famous people, I looked so different from them as well. So it was just kind of like, where do I fit in? Um, where is my representation? And now, and now it's out there, there and I love it. it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah but, 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 but have you mentioned that, yeah, your mother is Filipino, but dad, dad, dad is Caucasian. Caucasian right? Yeah, my dad is Irish, Caucasian. Right? So that's why I looked like, as a little kid, I was like, I was considered white, even though I identified as Filipino. Um, and then, and even now, like people are still like, what are you? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm, I always say first and foremost, I'm Filipino. Right. I always still identify they, as that. Do they believe you? Because they, they still don't see you as Filipino. A lot of people don't believe it, but I think, and there's different cultures within mm-hmm. Filipino culture as well. So, you know, yeah, there's different, there are differences. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad, and you don't have to prove anything to them. If they, don't, if they don't believe you're Filipino, that's... It's like, well, right? I am. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am. So there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. So are you still learning anything about self-esteem and body confidence then? Like, are there any external or even internal factors that still impact your self-esteem? Or are you kind of like now at that time where you're like, no, I'm, I love myself? And... No, I, uh, I will never stop learning. I love myself, but I'm never going to stop learning about what will work for me, mm-hmm. what will, will. And, and you know, maybe I started early, or, and at first, and I told you, like, there, there's still that struggle. I always thought that just loving myself could be selfish, yeah. Uh, yeah. but I uh, have now accepted that, that no, it's not. Yeah. It's not, because... Uh, I I really should come first. Yes. And if I don't, then I think my marriage will suffer, my kids will suffer. Mm-hmm. And so there was a time when I I put everything ahead of me, and it just it just didn't work. Yeah. That I would really was miserable around that time, and so I just uh, picked up the pace and said, you know what, this is this is going to be about me. I'm going to take care of myself. And I think when I do that, I will take care of my family. I will take care of my work. I will take care of, you know, whatever else. I think think that that was the big transformation for you you when you went back to work. Because she was a a stay-at-home mom, like, pretty much my whole life, my sister's whole life, until I was, like, 16. She went back to to post-secondary. She graduated. Um, amazing, so proud of you for that still. But I definitely think it, because of what it bit, like, has it been 10 years? Yeah, it's been a little bit over 10 years yes, now right, since yeah. you went back. And yes, I think right, yeah. it was these past 10 years you did have a full-on mm-hmm. transformation. Yeah. Like, Thank you. And, like, well, I mean, like, job-wise, that was so huge. But then, like, your appearance totally changed. You know this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Actually. You were, like, and you're so much happier. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Because you're doing things for yourself. Yes. I think that's the big, the big thing. And, and, and so you would know around that time 
uh, we had a lot of clashes. You were in high school. Yeah. And, and I think... But even when I was a kid, too. Was my fault. Yeah, too, even when I was, I was a kid, miserable. too. Because you were just... You, like, you were home so yeah. much, and you didn't have anything going on. Yeah. And, I mean, I... Who wouldn't get into that, like, miserable mindset yeah. as well? Even and, if you're just, like, home and, for one day right. and you don't want to be home, you get into me. that song. Yeah, but that's me. Again, there are women who are home and probably are happy that way. And I wouldn't say probably. I'm sure they are. Yeah. But you, I think it just finally, like, you just got to, yeah. it just went on for too long for you. Yes. Like, it was fine. That it was what you me. needed to do. Yeah. But then it just, it, it went on too long, and then you needed something for yourself again. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I definitely saw that change in the last 10 years. I feel like you're even more confident now. Thank you. Um, yeah. Even though you've always been a confident person, I feel yeah. like you carry yourself. Yeah differently and yeah. it's different when you're proud of yourself I guess mm-hmm. when you're like doing things that make you happy and you're seeing results in your professional yeah. and oh you're gonna life. make me cry that's good emotions make, are so good yeah, <laughs> yeah I, because I've lear- only learned that recently mm. is now that I have a job that I really like mm. and I'm seeing the results in my work and, you know, when people tell you you're doing such a good job yeah. and when they're thanking you for things you've done, yeah. it totally helps you be proud of yourself. And I think it's when you're proud of yourself that you can really look at yourself in the mirror and be right. like, yeah. oh, my gosh, who is that girl? She's so pretty. Yeah. Or like, well, you look really cute today, mm-hmm. even if that wasn't even your intention. But mm-hmm. it does have to come from within. Yeah. It really, really has to come from, the, from within. Really, the beholder is yourself. The beholder has to be yourself. Yeah. And a lot of people still disagree with that to mm. this day. They're like, no, it, like, it shouldn't matter what you feel about yourself. Yeah. Everyone's capable of like loving others. Like, mm. It shouldn't matter what happens to yourself. But mm. like, it will slip at some point. Like, you know, who's, if you're not looking out for yourself, who is? Yeah. Right? No, no, like, who is, who is caring for yourself? You were mm. born with yourself. As grim as it is, you'll die with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it would be, it's, I think about that a lot. I'm like, why would I want to die with myself if I don't even like myself? Like, I think that would just, that's just such a depressing thought. It's, it's depressing. That has really, like, changed my mindset of, yeah, like, it, it's depressing, you only have happen. yourself at the it end of the happen. day. Yes, so you need happen. to, yeah. you need to like this body. You need yeah. to love this body. And, and hopefully, as once you do that, you'll start loving what you see. That's right. So. Oh, dear. I, I don't know. I that's, love it. That's great. And, and e- but that's I, not easy. That's the thing. That is not easy. You're, you're right. We, we have these talks. And uh, as, as much advice I give you coming from my heart in an Aquarian way, <laughs> yes. only you can live it. Exactly. Right? Only you can live it. Only you can pick. Test the waters. Yeah. See if I'm lying about this. But, you know, I never lie. Exactly. You never <laughs> lie. That's one thing I know about my mom. She never lies, and which, is, which has helped yeah. um, quite a bit. So let's end it then on this. this I like this question. So what does, what does confidence mean to you? What is your definition of confidence? Um, confidence is... Being able to stand on your own two feet, love yourself with all your flaws, and say to whoever is next to you, accept me for what I am, or don't accept me at all. 
So I think real genuine confidence is just being able to just be yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you're not trying to impress others. No. It's literally just, I think real confidence is just being genuine yeah. and just being yourself yeah. and not, you're not trying to impress no. others. No. You're maybe not even trying to impress yourself. You're literally just like being. Yeah. And that's what I'm at least trying to do right now. It's just being yourself. Right. And, um, you know, and it's, like you said, making changes if you want to. Yeah. Or, like, you know, just actually looking at yourself. It can and, be done. Yeah. And that's, I think that's, that's real confidence is yeah. when you're just, you're just yourself. And you're like, yeah, I like, I like myself. We, we agree so much, don't we? Well, this is a lot of, you, you put a lot of this in, in me, too. Mm. Um. And it's a lot of it I just really sort of realized recently, maybe in the last year, Mm. that, yeah, those things are true. Like, and you really only have yourself. So be confident in yourself. Like yourself. Not even love yourself because that's hard, but, you know, like yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to be a friend to yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, that's so true. You know, if you're complimenting all of your girlfriends and all the women in your life, but you're not complimenting yourself then, you know, there's something wrong there. Mm-hmm. You should, if you're complimenting women in your life, you need to be able to say those same things to yourself. Yeah. That's really important. Because, and I kind yeah. of came to that that point probably this year. I was like, no, I don't, stop saying other people look so good. You look good too. Like, tell yeah. yourself you look good too. Yeah. Um, and just enjoy that. Yeah. So that's not easy. No. Oh, no, no. It, it takes work. It takes a long time. Yeah, it takes You have to be okay with yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to be comfortable and okay with yourself and not trying to, I think, impress mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. Like, I think people should care what others think of them, but just, like, to a point. Mm-hmm. You don't have to care that much what other people think of you. Like, yes. you should care that what people think of you, your personality and how you treat others. But, like, appearance-wise, you know... If you are can already wake up, put a nice outfit on, mm-hmm. and say, "Wow, I look amazing," yeah. then anyone else's opinion of you should not matter at that point. You mean the judgment, right? On, the judgment, on yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, I get and that. that helps strengthen your self esteem. Yeah, sure. I get that. Yeah, yeah. Well, this was so funny <laughs> for our first time doing you a did, podcast. You did warn them. I did warn you guys. <laughs> um, this was fun. I think. I. I think. We did a good job. I think so too. For our first for our first time trying this. Um so thank you, Colty Collective. Thank you, Refinery29. Thank you, Dove. Um, we're so happy to be a part of this. Yes, we are. Yeah. Uh-huh. So this yeah. was a it's a good talk. <laughs> thank you, Mama, of course. My mom, Ina. You're thank welcome. you so and much for being you. part of thank this. Thank you for allowing me to be part of this. You've just listened to a special episode of the Pearls of Wisdom podcast by Gold D Collective. Thank you again to our mother-daughter duo for sharing their stories and, of course, to Dove and Refinery29 for supporting Asian storytelling. To check out more content from this series, go to coldtcollective.com slash self-service.